Hi there and welcome to Abroad with Care, the 10-minute podcast that makes health easy for expats in Asia. My name is Andrea and every day I help expats make the most of their life abroad. With this podcast, you will finally get the practical answers you need on budgets, hospitals, maternity and many more topics. Twice a month, leading experts will share advice and tips to help you protect yourself and your family. This podcast is created in partnership with April International, a leading insurance services group supporting expats when it matters. Today is a special episode. I'm excited to tackle a hot challenge for many expats. I'm talking about career changes. Many expats are currently dreaming of switching careers. With social media tools such as LinkedIn, we see people changing jobs and even career paths every day. Adrian Chu, also known as the career strategist in Singapore, will help us understand the difficulties one can experience during this time. Adrian is the founder and CEO of Career Agility International, and he will also provide some tips on how to make a successful career change. But first, let's listen to Celine's story. Originally from Switzerland, Celine moved to Hong Kong in 2015 and worked in inspection and innovation. In 2018, she made a bold career change to pursue her passion, food. She co-founded Conspiracy Chocolate, a bean-to-bar chocolate brand. And in today's episode, she explains how she launched her company as a novice in the industry. So I did an exchange here first, and I fell in love with the city. So I wanted to come back. So my father actually helped me to get a job through his company who had an office in Hong Kong. So it's a testing and inspection uh, company. Initially, I was selling uh, inspection services to Eastern Europe, <laughs> and it did not go very well. Then I did some innovation projects uh, for them. So <laughs> I grew a bit frustrated of doing innovation in a big corporation because it's, uh, it's very vertical. There's a lot of silos. No one talks to each other. I went to a company called Nest. Now, it's a venture capital, but they also do um, innovation programs. So thankfully, the job at Nest was quite flexible in terms of hours and amount of work. So I had a bit of space to start something on the side. It was not planned, I have to say. We started experimenting with uh, making food. uh, And we started melting chocolate and playing around with adding different flavors to it. We added spices and chilies. And some friend got excited and asked us to sell them some chocolate. But at this stage, we did not understand how to work with it. So I went back home to Switzerland. And I did a course there from the bean to the bar. When I came back to Hong Kong, I told my partner, we need to really do this seriously and order some beans and let's try and and make some chocolate. And for two years, we started this on the side. So we were still working full time. Um, It was not easy, but because my job was quite flexible, it was, I could take more on myself. So actually my company was not doing well during the protest. So my, my company asked me if I wanted to go part time. I was like, perfect. I can go more on chocolate. I, I think, frankly, if you can start on the side and make sure your business is viable before you go full in, it's a safer and less stressful way to do it. In a way, it's good because you can you can take things slow and you don't have the pressure. But on the other hand, maybe we took things too slow and we didn't have the you know the financial pressure to really make it work as quickly as it could be. So there's two sides to it, but definitely less pressure if you have a, a job on the side. Yeah. So hi, Adrian. Hi, Andrea. Nice meeting you. Yeah, same. 
As I mentioned, I mean, more and more people are exploring career changes every day. Um, people in their 40s, but also even in the younger generations. So why do you think um, that is and what are they looking for? Well, that's very true because from our experience in the market, uh, we do see many young people exploring career changes and the age is getting younger and younger. We used to see people exploring career changes when they are in their mid or late 40s. But today, uh, we're actually seeing people in even in their early 30s or late 20s trying to figure out what do I do next and they're making uh, career switches, uh, not just one, but sometimes even two or three career switches along the way. It's because in the old days, you know, um, we used to have this concept of one job for life. But today, it's uh, changed. And because of the way the market is structured, the way the demands are, are changing, uh, it's almost almost as though it's one job every two or three years. So uh, you were asking just now about the well, some of the key reasons why a career change uh, happens. And from our experience, we've seen that it's a matter of necessity uh, versus need. So if you're looking at necessity, um, the markets are changing. The market needs are changing. So doing the same thing... Uh, 20 to 30 years ago, uh, like what you were doing, it's no longer feasible. And therefore, you know, for us as professionals, for us uh, as employees, we need to keep upgrading our skills, updating ourselves as the job scope changes. So for instance, if you're an old school marketer, you know, you need to learn how to pivot into digital marketing and that involves a career change. For as far as needs are concerned, what, what we've seen is there's an increasing need for people to want to achieve happier careers. People have shorter attention spans these days. So uh, what we see in terms of career-wise, especially the younger ones, they are looking at uh, new topics, uh, new areas to focus on, uh, fresh insights, uh, new skills they want to pick up. And that's why they do get bored with their roles easily. And their need for new career challenges happens. And that's why the younger they are, they are more open to career changes and career switches. Talking about necessity and need and the change in the markets, what are the main steps to a successful career change? Well, from our, what our clients always tell us, you know, they want to have a better job. Whenever there's a switch, they say, we want to have a better job. But when we ask them what exactly is a better job, they can't really define it. So our advice is always understand what you really, really want. Uh, what is a better job to you? And when you're doing a career switch to a better job, is it because you're looking for a job with more money? Or is it because you are looking for a job with more meaningful work? Or are you just burnt out and you want to change? I believe we all want to discover what we really want to do career-wise. But how can we really know and find out what this might be? If you, if you want to find out what uh, you really want, you need to do a lot of research, a lot of homework. For instance, if you want to do a career switch, the big question is what do you want to switch to? Have you done enough research into that space? Are you skilled enough to do that job which you desire to do? So, and also the other question is, is there a demand for it? So these are questions that you need to answer before you even begin to start thinking about making a career move. That's why we always advise our clients, do your homework before you make a move. Changing career paths can be quite a risky move too. What is your advice to mitigate risk? Career switches are never easy, especially if you are the main breadwinner. So uh, our advice is don't make drastic or extreme career switches. Look for adjacencies. And what we mean by adjacencies is look for something that is connected to what you're doing already. So for instance, if you're a sales director, uh, don't wake up next morning and decide, hey, I'm going to start a music school. 
So uh, you might want to consider doing things that are adjacent to sales. For instance, you might want to consider doing uh, sales training. Think about maybe you might want to consider starting a, a training center for sales force effectiveness. So instead of waking up to do a total absolute career switch, look for adjacencies and make it a calculated and strategic move so you do not catch yourself in a situation where you are in totally unfamiliar territory. For expats, switching career paths can be an even riskier move. In Singapore and Hong Kong, visa constraints and high cost of living are tough challenges. What is your advice for expats that are willing to make a career change in Asia? One of the things that we need to figure out uh, with, as you're going to make a career switch, especially if you're a stranger in a strange land, is that you need to be able to distinguish yourself from the local talent pool because chances are whatever you can do, the locals can probably do it as well. Okay, So you need to know how to distinguish yourself from them. Uh, what is your special skill? What is so great about the thing you can do that the locals can't. And that's why, you know, why should a client buy you, so to speak? So if, for instance, if you're doing a career switch and you want to move into something that's different, uh, you need to have an angle. So here's an interesting, funny story. You know, when Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was really young and he was just a, a bodybuilder, he, he was not winning any major competitions yet. And when he first came to America and he started a construction business, but unfortunately, there were many already in, uh, in America, construction businesses. So he decided that, hey, let's, what can I do to make myself special and different? So he labeled himself and his business as European bricklayers. And what happened was that a lot of people are going, wow, European bricklayers, that sounds so exotic. I don't mind paying a premium for it even. And that's how he, he actually grew his business. And as his business grew, his, uh, his, gym, his other gym business grew and uh, he, he earned the title of uh, Mr. Universe and his, movies, his movie career took off after that. So uh, you must understand the market you're going into. The whole idea of a career switch is one where you're trying something that you may not have had the experience to do. And therefore, the hiring manager or the company that's going to hire you is thinking about, why should I give this person a chance? You know, if he's making a career switch. So make the decision to hire you an easy one for the hiring manager by understanding what exactly you can bring to the market, what you can bring to the table. And you must be able to distinguish yourself from the local talent pool. Mm. We've spoken about how bumpy the roads can be during a career change. Um, how can your health be impacted too? How What can you do to be mentally and physically prepared? As I said earlier, you know, the truth is uh, career switches are never easy and it is bumpy and therefore it is stressful uh, both mentally and physically a career switch takes time and it takes effort it might take months it might take even years but very importantly you will get many no's before you get a big yes and it's discouraging sometimes to be honest so you have to be resilient, stay positive. And one of the biggest advice I always give is if you're making a career switch, uh, don't go at it alone. Involve your partner because it's a joint decision. Is your partner supportive? Uh, does he or she approve of the move that you're going to make? So uh, involve your partner in the whole process. Uh, get their buy-in. And one of the other pieces of advice I would say is uh, get help from professionals, get help from career experts like us if you have any career questions, you know, and if you need someone to just ask, uh, to answer your question, is this a stupid idea or is this a fantastic idea? Should I do it? And when should I do it? How should I do it? Uh, just ask your mentors, ask people in industry, talk to as many people as you can to form a good and sound theory of your move and then uh, be bold and just go ahead and do it. Mm, thanks, Adrian. Most welcome. 
Thank you for listening to Abroad with Care. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any health-related topics. Your friends may have the same questions as you, and you can help them out by sharing this episode with them. Do you want to know more regarding health insurance? April International is here for you. Find out more information at asia.april-international.com. 